So today on Red Kite here on East Leeds FM, I'm very pleased to be talking uh, again to Darius Batuala, who is organist at Leeds Town Hall and is going to tell us about a program coming up tomorrow, Monday the 14th, happening at lunchtime. Hello, Darius. Hi. Great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, so we first uh, worked together, uh, East Leeds FM um, and you and Town Hall, last month for the Yorkshire Day program, which we'll talk more about a bit later, uh, but it was a fantastic experience, and we were very pleased to be part of the, the first performance in Town Hall uh, since lockdown, and very grateful to be able to share to listeners the fact that there are going to be more performances and performances that audience members can begin to attend. So maybe first tell listeners about what's happening Monday, uh, September 14th. Well, as you said, we had the first um concert organ concert since lockdown on Yorkshire Day but this concert uh, on Monday is actually going to be the first concert with a live audience um, in the organ series the last one we had was six months ago uh, before it got curtailed and everything got shut down so it's going to be really exciting to perform again with a live audience uh, we're also really lucky in Leeds uh, that we can do this at all because in a lot of cities the concert halls have remained closed uh, but it's a real great thing for Leeds that, that the staff and the, the music people at the town hall have really put such an effort into to, to live music carrying on at the town hall. So we will have a socially distanced audience, but it's such a big building, we can still get a reasonable a reasonable crowd in. So, yeah, I've chosen a programme really to, to try and show, put the organ through its paces and really show what it can do, because uh, it has a huge range of dynamic and sounds uh, and colours. And we've got a sort of 200... 200 years of musical history uh, in that recital, pretty much. Uh, so I think there'll hopefully be something for everyone. Well, in a moment, it would be wonderful to go through what, what's on the program uh, from, from Bach, as you say, to an arrangement of yours, of a Percy Granger piece, uh, to others. First, for listeners who, some listeners may have been to Town Hall for many programs, including to hear the organ. Others maybe have, have, have never been there for a live performance. So maybe just set the scene briefly. So this is again at 105 on Monday, uh, lunchtime. It's free. People do need to register in advance. We'll give that information in a moment. But uh, what's, what's the ambiance like, especially for someone who maybe hasn't gone down for a concert like this before? Well, the first thing you notice uh, when you go into the town hall is the organ. In fact, if all the doors are open, you can even see the organ from the street uh, because it dominates the stage uh, so much. Uh, it's mm. a great 10 metres high and sort of very extravagantly decorated a real sort of Victorian thing and although you can see quite a lot of pipes at the front uh, there's actually another 5,000 pipes or so that you can't see uh, so it was a huge engineering and technological achievement when it was built in about 1860 um, and it's nice to have concerts I mean the organ is used with orchestras but it's nice to have concerts when you hear it on its own because then you can really hear the full range of, of what it can do well, and I know that just the experience having been down there last month and, and hearing the organ by itself in that space, especially after months of not hearing live music, it was absolutely thrilling. And the idea of, of anyone listening to this who, who is in the city center or can make it down to the city center on Monday the 14th, middle of the day, to be able to spend 50 minutes hearing this music, uh, I guarantee it'll be an absolute joy. Yeah, and also it's it's exciting for us as well because um, all musicians we've all been performing uh, in our living rooms or to to just somebody with a camera and a microphone. Uh, it's a while since we've actually 
play to live audiences. So it's it's a terrific feeling to just be back with people in the room listening, and that just really contributes to to the feeling you get when you play and to the general atmosphere of it. So if you don't mind giving listeners a little enticement of some of the pieces they'll be able to hear on the program on Monday, uh, from Bach to a Czech composer who I'm really curious to, to learn more about. Uh, yeah, well, Bach appears in a, in a few few different guises in this recital, though actually the one thing I'm not doing is playing anything that he actually wrote for the organ. Um, the first piece is an arrangement of a, of a, a sort of overture he wrote. It's, it's really short, it's very lively and energetic. It's just something to get the recital off to a, a really exciting start. The, this piece also exists as a version for solo violin. He did quite a bit of recycling, like a, a, lot, a lot of composers then. Um, and then after that, we sort of hear Bach again, but this time he's doing the arranging, because the second piece is a violin concerto by Vivaldi, which Bach arranged for the organ. Um, so you sort of hear him having an arrangement done to him, and then he's the one doing the arranging. Uh, after that, we jump forward uh, pretty well 200 years, actually, um, to a sort of English light music style, uh, Percy Whitlock. He wasn't really a church musician. He was more of a, a theatre organist, uh, and actually a brilliant all-round musician. He was organist out on the pavilion, um, so it was his job to, to do concerts there and even to play for dances and things like that. Um, and especially in the scherzo, you can really hear the influence of jazz and light music, which he really loved. Uh, there's lots of irregular rhythms and interesting harmonies, really lively piece. Then we sort of hear Bach again, but this time it's sort of twice removed, because this is an arrangement of an arrangement. There's a well-known tune by Bach, Sheep May Safely Graze, which Granger sort of turned into a, a, a much more lush and romantic piece uh, for two pianos and for orchestra. So I've arranged Granger's arrangement. So it's an arrangement of an arrangement, uh, which works really well on the organ. Then finally, yeah, uh, Peter Aben. Uh, He's not very well known here, but he, he's a very well known uh, Czech composer um, who was alive in, uh, until the late 20th century. He wrote a lot of organ music. The reason I chose these pieces is because uh, they really suit the organ very well. When the organ was rebuilt in 1971, it, the sound was made quite spiky and exciting with lots of bright colours, and this piece was really written for that kind of instrument. So the first piece, Moto Ostinato, has got this driving rhythm which, which just goes all the way through the piece. starts off quite quietly, but you can always hear his rhythm going, going on. And it just builds up and builds up. Uh, and at the very end, he does this uh, very interesting effect. If you've seen the organ, you'll know it's got three keyboards. Um, and he does re repetitions at the same chord, but bouncing around the three keyboards. And you can hear the sound sort of echoing around in different parts of the organ right at the end of the piece. And then there's a finale, which is just like a... Um, well, that's another very dramatic piece. Lots of uh, fanfare figures and, and fast virtuoso writing should bring the recital to a really exciting conclusion. Mm -hmm. Well, having given listeners uh, that overview, I think we want to make sure that we, we give them the chance to know exactly how they, they go about getting space. How many, do you know how many spaces are going to be available roughly? I think, from what I, I, I gather, when they've got the socially distanced audience in, um, they can get 200 to 250 in. It sort of depends on, uh, of course, if people are from the same household, then they can sit together, but otherwise they have to be spaced out. So, But I think it's 200 to 250. So for and as you, you, have, you have but you have to book in advance because of the track and trace. So you can do it on the leedsconcertseason.co.uk website. And there's also a phone number you, you can use there as well. So again, that's the Leeds Concert Season website, 
And also, I think if anybody is just searching, if you search for Leeds Town Hall, right on the home page is information about the concert, which also links through to to the reservation process. Yeah, yeah. I should I'll probably also say that there's um, we have this is the first of the season every week. So um, and just in particular, the, the following Monday is, is worth looking out for because uh, we've got one of the leading recitalists in the country, Ian Tracy, who's um, organist at St George's Hall in Liverpool and was organist at Liverpool Cathedral for many years, a really international recitalist, uh, and he's coming the following week. Fantastic. Well, here at East Leeds FM or Chapel FM Art Centre, we work with lots of young artists, including lots of young musicians, as well as broadcasters and writers and theatre makers. Now, some of them will thankfully be back in school on Monday, but some of the older musicians we work with who are, who are, who are out of school, already graduated, uh, we'll be inviting along and hopefully in the coming months to getting more young musicians connecting with organ music uh, because the city is so, in this part of, in, of England, is so full of great organs and organ traditions and concerts. So I thought maybe just to go back a little bit in time to when you yeah. first, because you began, uh, right, as I think as a pianist and a cellist, is that right? And made your way yeah, to organ that, a bit later? Yeah, yeah that's right. That, that's that used to be the usual way of doing it because um, obviously with the organ you have to use the pedals um, and if you're below a certain size you can't reach the pedals so most organists start it off on the piano and then when you get to about um, 12 or 13 you can generally reach the pedals of course you can start playing the keyboard part of it uh, before then and getting used to it um, but of course the main reason most people don't access it and don't hear it because the instruments are either in churches locked away most of the time or, or in the big concert halls um, and even in churches the organ isn't used as much as it used to be so yeah it's it, it can be difficult to, to get people interested but once people you know if people can really hear a good one being played live it, it can be a fantastic experience and really get people drawn in and just, I'm curious, and, and speaking particularly to younger musicians or people that know younger musicians, the the experience of playing the organ and what that what that was like when you first began to compare it to other instruments, and maybe what makes it special on a visceral level, on a, on a on other levels. I think, um, well, they say they say sometimes that organists are megalomaniacs because you have all this this power and volume just available to one person, and it's certainly the instrument that's got the widest you know, uh, dynamic range and range of colours. It was, if you think back to when the organ in the town hall was put in in the 1850s, it was kind of the, the synthesizer of its day. It was used instead of an orchestra to, to, because there weren't many orchestras outside London, certainly not many good ones. Uh, that was the only chance people had to hear a wide variety of music was if it was played on the organ. Uh, I mean, I got into it kind of by accident, like a lot of people. I played the piano from an early age. I'd... Uh, my dad was starting to have piano lessons when I was small. I sort of picked it up a bit from him. And our local church organist left, and they said, well, you play the piano, why don't you just have a go at playing the organ? And then it was, well, you're playing the organ, might as well have lessons, and it kind of went from there. Um, and, yeah, it does also appeal to, to people who who like the the sort of scientific side of it, because there's a lot of, you know, mechanics and, and machinery involved, and that aspect of it is, is also very interesting to people. Mm. Well... We're fortunate at Chapel FM Art Center to have our own organ. Not yes, you've meet, got not, your own. Not, not quite 10 meters, but I think it's, oh, maybe it's probably about three meters tall. But, and we do look forward to, to, 
finding more creative ways to use it in the future with with some of our young musicians and even as you say the scientific side and the history side it, it's something we're eager to explore so um these kinds i think of it's yeah there's a lot of outreach work going on now because the people in the organ world are, are very aware that that young people don't come into contact with it so much now and we we really need to make an effort uh, and then also some of these fantastic instruments in churches can actually get used yeah, because they are there so and you've been Leeds Town Hall organist for is it going on four years now or just past yeah four years? yeah that's I think it's about four years yeah yeah and so just thinking ahead and then we'll recap on on Monday's concert but what are some of your goals for the future for the coming months and even beyond as far as using that that fantastic organ well, um, we're, if, if all goes according to plan, um, the organ is going to get a, a major overhaul soon, which will take it out of action for a while. Um, but as you can imagine, with all, all the 5,000 pipes, as I said, um, and all the associated mechanics to control those, um, there's a lot of things in there. And some of the things have not been replaced since 1860 or 1870. So... We're hoping that um, when it's overhauled, it'll have a new lease of life. And it'll also sound a bit different. It'll have more different colours, um, more more depth to the sound. It's already fantastic, but we think it could be, you know, really hopefully one of the greatest console instruments in the country where, uh, when that's done. Um, and we'll also use that opportunity to um, to really use the organ for, more for education as well. It'll get, get local schools in, show people how it works, um, you know, and, and try and get it more more out there as well. Fantastic. Well, I hope to have more conversations and about the organ, and we'll give the, the information about Monday's program uh, one more time here in just a moment. So anyone listening in, this is the last chance to get the, the details, although it's uh, quite easy to find if you visit Leeds Town Hall website. Uh, but to take out the program, to end with, um, do you want to choose one of the six pieces from, from the program to, to play for listeners here on the radio? Uh, yeah. Um, I think the uh, the opening piece is, is is quite an exciting piece to to just hear and get to know. It's only three or four minutes long, um, and that's a real sort of arresting introduction to it. The Bach uh, Symphonia to Cantata Twenty Nine. Fantastic. So we'll hear that in just a moment. Uh, but first, let's give listeners one more time all the the key details on this program. So Monday, September Fourteenth. If you're listening live on East Leeds FM, that's that's uh, tomorrow. Uh, or if you're listening Monday morning, that could be today, um, one one o five p.m. But the key thing is to go on and reserve in advance to make sure to get a space. Is that correct? That's right. Yes. And uh, then I think you do have to arrive reasonably early because they need time to to get the audience in in a in a organised kind of way. Fantastic. Well, thank you again, Darius Batiwala. Thank you. And for joining us here on East Leeds FM and the Red Kite Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you very much.